This episode of the Ebone Zone podcast has been brought to you in cooperation with Fair Plains General Store. Hello, good evening, and as always, welcome to another edition of the Ebone Zone. I'm your hilariously humble host, Ethan Page Rivers. It's wonderful to be here with you tonight, folks, and I'm excited to bring you another episode. Long story short, here's to another year. And would you look at that, it's been a year since I said those words, and I'll tell you one thing for sure, boy has it been a roller coaster. I've talked about everything from concerts, so we get to a flat behind the police station and I see a stage with a band playing on it, along with about 75 to 100 people, all over the age of 60, dancing like there's absolutely no tomorrow. The shag, the twist, you name it, they were doing it. To books? That's pretty weird, but trust me, it gets weirder as the story goes on. Eventually, we figure out that Jekyll's entire legacy is laid in the hands of this random stranger in case he dies. We know that because he signed his will over to this guy. So basically what happens is Hyde gets all his stuff once Jekyll goes six feet under. So, naturally, John's all messed up in the head after hearing about all this, so he goes over to Jekyll's dinner party later that night to question him about what's going on with all this Hyde stuff. And pretty much everything in between. We've had interviews. Looking back... What was the proudest moment of your teaching career, and what advice would you give someone interested in pursuing this path? Whenever a student realized that they could do more than they first thought, probably most of my former students could quote two things that I said all of the time, focus being the main thing, and I should not work harder for your education than you do. So when they finally start working harder for their own learning, that made me proud. Also, continuing to have relationships with my former students in the community makes me feel proud to have been a teacher. So, starting off, I want to ask you this. What exactly is Odd Comet? Well, Odd Comet is my business, it's my passion, and it's also my senior project. This year. I'm not talking about every every year, obviously, because this year matters. Hey, man, of course I've been on vacation. What's the summer without vacation? Uh, Back in July, I went to Pigeon Forge with my family for a week, and so that's something we do every year. And then just actually this past weekend, I went to Franklin, which is where my uh, mom's family's from. That's where I've been this summer, man. Wait, which Franklin? Franklin, Tennessee? I, I think it's Franklin, Tennessee. Wait, is there one in Tennessee? All right, so starting off with you, Nathan, I noticed you were a theater guy. So why don't you just give us a background on what you've done in theater and how you got started? Well, I've pretty much done theater ever since, like, when I was very young. I want to say my first ever play that I did was in second grade and it was Beauty and the Beast. And I'm talking about, it wasn't based on the Disney film. It was more based on the uh, the fairy tale, but there were still elements of the uh, Disney film. Like we had household objects and all that. And I, and I played uh, Belle's father. Now the way this play was set up is that there were several different actors for each role, like four women who played Beauty and four guys who played the Beast. And I was the second guy who played Papa. And also recently, I've done a production of A Midsummer Night's Dream where I played Bottom. That was really fun. My goodness, man. You didn't tell me you were going to tell me that. That's a great place to start. Tell me a little bit about what you did there. So Midsummer Night's Dream, of course, is a Shakespeare play. And Wilkes Playmakers was doing a production of it. It's the second time they've done this production. It's not exactly verbatim the text of Shakespeare. It's kind of modernized and like you can understand it better and i played the character of bottom and he's this average guy in the town and he and his friends are going to put on a play for the duke who's getting married but through some wacky shenanigans i should say 
Bottom has his head turned into a donkey's head, and then he falls for a fairy queen. It's a weird play. You have to see it. It's really fun. One of Shakespeare's best comedies to date is one of my favorite plays. I've done. It's it's pretty fun. Uh, the street skate around here. And some people like me might not know what crusty means. So just explain that to me in like its skater context. What does crusty mean? Well, crust is really just, you know, it's just gross concrete or uh, maybe the the landing is grass or something. You have to lay a piece of wood down, like I said. Um, but everything on the East Coast is pretty crust, man. Like everything out West is meant to be skated, I think. And it's all smooth concrete. And just East Coast skating is so much more raw because everyone really wants it because you got to you got to fix the spot and you got to have like brooms and then you got to light up a spot. It has been awesome. I will tell you that for sure. So what I figured I'd do this week is I figured we'd look back at some things that have happened and celebrate how far we've come and see how all the pieces fit together and ultimately how it led to this episode right here. My two-year anniversary, I'll tell you. I'm really excited for it, and I'm glad you're hanging along for the ride. As I bet you could tell, when I was preparing this episode, I did a lot of thinking. What episodes do I call attention to? What memories do I bring up? What episode is my favorite? Well, to be honest, that last thought stuck with me. And I'll tell you one thing for sure. I have a lot of them I enjoy because at the end of the day, if I didn't like it, you wouldn't hear it. That's the way it's always been. Yep. Even when my setup sounded like this. How's it going, everybody? This week on the podcast, I have some things to say pertaining to a surgeon. The reason why he's under fire is a little odd. I will forewarn you, as well as the hashtag, my battle cry, would be. Thank you for tuning in, as always, and I'll see you soon. Even then, I had some form of quality standard. I know it's kind of hard to believe from the way it sounded, but I promise you I've learned from my mistakes. If I'm telling the truth, I was just looking for the cheapest thing on Amazon that sounded decent. That, in hindsight, doesn't help much when you don't know what you're doing, but what was I talking about? Oh, yeah, my favorite episode. That's easy. I'll go with Jonesing for Jonas, and it's simply because of exactly 54 seconds. The year is 2006. Joe, Nick, and Kevin Jonas are on top of the world, riding high and enjoying the fruits of fame after the release of their hit song, Year 3000. I was six years old. Fast forward to October of 2013. I had turned 13 three months earlier in July. It was announced that month that the Jonas Brothers had split, and at the time, I thought nothing of it, not realizing what this actually meant for one of my favorite childhood groups. Would they ever be back? Is this permanent? Those were the questions. Now, to present day. I'm in my room scrolling through YouTube recommends. There, I see it. The Jonas Brothers have uploaded a video for the first time in six years for their song Sucker. The band was back. Together. Together. Yes, that, that right there, my friend, is by far the best opening to any episode of the podcast I've ever done. What about the best sound I've ever gotten? In my opinion, that's by far the first album review. 
You remember that one, don't you? They were formed in the mid-80s, and they have achieved massive success since then. The bulk of that success coming in the 90s after the release of their song Zombie on the album No Need to Argue in 1994. Now we go to the other end of the spectrum, the worst sound I've ever gotten. I'd have to say it'd be this one. Two weeks ago, not exactly two weeks ago, it will be exactly two weeks ago, this Friday, in fact, for all you exact fact buffs out there, I don't know if I'm appealing to any of you or not, not, but I went to Mount Airy two weeks ago, and I noticed something that I think all of you should hear about. It was that Mount Airy is a Andy Griffith Museum within itself. It has a Andy Griffith Museum. My goodness, I'll tell you one thing for sure. It's very hard to believe that that is my most popular episode. Wow, that's, you know, just sometimes you gotta wonder. Anyway, we've had some great times. We've also had some pretty bad ones. I remember one week my computer's hard drive crashed and the whole thing just went up in smoke and I had to improvise. So let's check out a few clips of what happened What a world we're living in today, folks. And why do I say that? Well, honestly, it's simple, really, because certain phrases are at risk of being outright banned for their content. That sounds crazy, right? Like phrases such as bring home the bacon, which, of course, we know is figurative language for making money, and other phrases on the chopping block like flog a dead horse and kill two birds with one stone. I'm not exactly sure why this is a thing, and honestly, I didn't even know it was happening until I was writing for this one. Okay, you got me. I know that you read the title since you clicked on this episode, and what I'm talking about this week, that the guy that I'm talking about this week did, wasn't technically a podcast. It would be considered a podcast by today's standards, but back then, podcasts didn't exist. Yep, behind the scenes, those episodes went through some pretty rough waters, but at least we kept control, you know? But aside from that, we've done a lot of cool things in the past two years. We've even celebrated Christmas together twice. Band cramp. <laughs> band camp. What happened at band camp? So that everyone has a story like that. I'll get that. I'll get to that later. Yes, indeed. We're back in business. Merry Christmas to you all from my family to yours. And in celebration of this wonderful holiday, I figure I will treat you and myself to something new. This week, I'm going to rank my top three Christmas movies from best to worst on a scale of 1 to 10 for you. Though, to be fair, honestly, there's not a bad movie on this list. So when I say from best to worst, I'm basically saying from best to slightly Okay, first off, what on earth was I talking about in that first clip? Honestly, I don't know how any of that relates to Christmas. But anyway, it got a little better. At least it was related to Christmas movies in the second time we celebrated Christmas together. But anyway, that's just neither here nor there. I realized two things just now. We're going to run a little long this week, and it's my two-year anniversary, so anyway, who cares? What does it matter? But also, I realized... I can't let this opportunity pass without allowing some people that have been on my podcast to share some memories of the time when we recorded together. So let's get into that. Hey guys, this is Nathan, and I'm here to share some memories. Back in December, I believe, of 2018, Ethan had contacted me about being on an episode of his podcast. Now, I had heard of his podcast, and I'd listened to a few episodes of it, but I had never really been 
on a podcast before. I hadn't even really listened to a bunch of podcasts even before that, so the whole concept of podcasting was still kind of novel and new to me. So we reached out, and by January of 2019, I think it was actually like a couple days after the new year hit, we did our first episode of that year, and the first episode where I guest starred on. And let me tell you, that episode was probably some of the best fun I've had in a while. Me and Ethan got the episode recorded all right, if we couldn't stop laughing for more than five minutes. Literally every other time we was in his studio, we could not stop laughing at whatever we were doing. That podcast was also good because it helped advertise, if you would say, my YouTube channel, which haven't really been doing frequent uploads on because, you know, life and school and everything, but the exposure was good. So much so that I went back and did a second episode, and that was even more fun than the first time. Being on Ethan's podcast has really opened me up into more podcasts that I listen to a lot frequently every week. There's uh, the Smoshcast, which goes with the YouTube channel Smosh. There's the H3 podcast with H3H3 Productions. There's also Podcast But Outside, which is a really funny one. You guys should check it out. And that's barely even scraping the surface of the big behemoth that is podcast. And speaking of podcasts, this is also Ethan's anniversary. So without further ado, I must say, Ethan, happy anniversary, man. Your podcast is really something amazing. I hope that you continue to do this for many, many years. And thanks, man. I recall roughly two years ago, sitting down with Ethan in the studio for an interview. And I had just recently retired from teaching. And so we sat down and talked about the funny things that had happened through the 30 years, I had Ethan give me a script for the interview just because I was a little reluctant to sit down and let him just ad lib through the interview, not knowing quite what he would ask me. I have to admit I was a little bit nervous. I'm not good with interviews, but I was happy to sit down with him. He thought the script was, it was too scripted and too rehearsed. And so I think he has learned since then to be a little bit more freelance and ad-libbing with his past interview people in his studio. But I do appreciate that you let me be part of your podcast. And so I'd like to say congratulations, Ethan, on two years of staying with your podcast. I have enjoyed listening to your views and takes on things. And going back to our interview, one of the things was, what do you want your students to get out of education? Two of the things I would say is to always persevere even when things are difficult, and also to stay focused on what you want to accomplish. I would have to say over the past two years, you have definitely demonstrated these two characteristics. You have persevered and been dedicated to your podcast, and I just want to thank you for your dedication. Keep doing your podcast. Thank you, Ethan. I'll tell you what, I can't thank you enough for the support you've shown me over the past two years, and today it's been a lot of fun. We've taken a trip down memory lane, and that's gonna pretty much wrap it up for this week. I've really enjoyed it and I hope you have too. I'll see you next week and of course, here's to another year. Before I let you go, I want to take a second to thank my sponsor, Fair Plains General Store. Get this, they have a full line of Daddy Pete's gardening and lawn care items and that's a pretty big deal as well as the best soil additives, fertilizers, and high nutrition permafeed for livestock. They also have high yield herbicide and pesticide in both liquid and granular varieties and a wide selection of snacks and drinks. From cheese 
Cheetos and Cool Mountain Cream Sodas to Little Debbie and Coca-Cola, you name it, Fair Plains General Store has it all. Find them at 418 Sparta Road in North Wilkesboro. Call them at 336-667-6849. And of course, tell them Ethan sent you by. And with that being said, thank you guys for once again being here tonight and joining me for another episode. Follow the podcast on Instagram, at Official, as well as on Twitter, at Official EBZ. That's capital O and official, capital EBZ, in case you were wondering. And until next time, God bless us and save us. I appreciate each and every one of you, and I'll see you soon.